minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3-0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! It is the Reds Cast podcast after Liverpool have just demolished Lincoln, building up to the Arsenal game as well, and a little bit in between. As always, joined by Steve on Skype today. Unbelievable performance, really, wasn't it, Steve? Midweek. Afternoon, was he? Yeah, um, it was like the quality of the goals yeah. stood out for me. I mean, I know we, I know we beat a, a substandard team. But the quality of the goals that come from our players was just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, like, we I messaged you in the game, didn't I, about um, there was the le- how good our analysis must actually be because there's they on there was a left side of um, the Lincoln box and that's yeah. where Minamino and Jones basically scored identical goals. And then yeah. you've seen Elliot try and drift in there as well for a little bit. Because obviously they must have analysed, like, if you carry from this pit position, it's probably going to go in. Um, and yeah, Min- yeah. Minamino and Jones were probably the standout ones, weren't they? Absolutely. Well, I mean, Shakiri. Shakiri's free kick. Gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. free kick. I'm not being funny, but you're not stopping that. Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, the Minamino finish really tidy, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and Jones equally was. The, I mean, you, I know you can you can say, oh, we were playing a lower league team or whatever, but I think you play a you play a higher championship team in that way, and you beat them. Yeah. In the same way. Well, people were saying that, but then you think Curtis Jones has already done it against Everton, the yeah. exact same shot. So. I think most Premier League goalkeepers, if you put them in goal for them shots, they probably wouldn't have got them either. Yeah, nine out of ten would, would struggle to get that. They were just quality finishes. So what did you make about Shikiri starting? I mean, does he really surprised us two? We were well off, weren't we? Miles away, yeah. Um, I'm happy for him. Um, and he did really well. Yeah. I thought other than the goal, his distribution was great. Uh, he ran at them and he was playing more in the midfield role rather than on the wing, wasn't he? Yeah, I thought that. Uh, he was playing like in up the left of the midfield three. I th- or was it the right? right? The right. No, he was playing on the right hand yeah, side. Right side. Midfield three. Uh, I was really impressed with him. Um, and again, it's just that enigma over like what? What, what is he? What is he to Klopp? Yeah, because, he, he, I mean, he come off injured, walked off. So if you walk off, I always say that it's a good sign. Um, mm. So it's probably, that might now give Klopp the excuse to where we don't see Shaqiri now until January. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, yeah. He's shown that he's also it's, a good option. Shame, yeah, and he's, but he's shown he's a good option in midfield as well if we need him instead of on the wing. Uh, and maybe yeah. that, that was probably... One of the strongest Shakiri performances I've seen. I mean, not looking too much into it because we only played Lincoln. Yeah. He, I feel like, obviously, as he's getting older, he's, he's struggled with injuries and stuff. His pace probably isn't there for him to maybe perform the the wing role to the standard of the pool mm. set anymore. So that's maybe why Klopp weren't playing him, but then he's given him a go in midfield and he hasn't done himself like any bad. He's done himself no harm at all. Yeah. Um, and considering he's probably looked at the the players that we've just brought in yeah, and thought, I've got a real fight on my hands here to get a game. Um, and he's, he's done himself no harm because he was one of the one of the standout players for me. I mean, we had- they were all pretty... There was one or two where they were fairly average, but the rest were phenomenal. Yeah, unbelievable. it was an unbelievable performance. Um, you're half expected it, though, once you've seen the team. I mean, starting Van yeah. Dijk, does that to you say that Jürgen wants to win a domestic cup this year? Uh, that says to me he was probably short on options. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would imagine that that wouldn't have been in his in his plans to be starting his, you know, his first choice centre-half in a game like that. Yeah. I mean, he brought him off at half-time, didn't he, for Fabinho? But that's the, the thing that I thought was mad. Like, why didn't he just start Fabinho in there um, instead of Van Dijk? But... Maybe because he didn't know how Reese Williams would 
would perform again. He was, he was a, he was. A, yeah, yeah. You want to, you want an established centre half next to a, a kid coming through, don't you? You don't want someone who's sort of playing out of position, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, I'd never heard of this kid. Being honest, until he came, he was on the team sheet. Uh, he was on kid. He was at Kidderminster last year. Um, I played twenty eight times when he had yeah. a look, and he was decent, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he didn't put a foot wrong. To be fair, but not that I can remember. Um, and if you don't remember how your defender played, it's probably a good thing. Forget where you said you didn't forget. You you don't remember that your defender's performance, which is always a a good thing. Uh, we did have 71.3% possession, 23 shots, 12 chances mm-hmm. created. It was good to see us absolutely dominate a game, wasn't it? It was, because you'd always think with games like that, it's a potential banana skin. Yeah. Because you, 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 you're thinking that your players will get a bit complacent, and none of them did. Not one. Not I mean, one. I mean, People, he probably didn't do himself any favours. He was fairly average, although he got his goal. Yeah. Uh, he, he was he was average, but the rest were fantastic. And I'm made up. Um, and I hope that continues into the further rounds because we're playing Arsenal awesome. tomorrow. And then we've got them again on Thursday in that cup. Yeah. And I can imagine that the game on Thursday will be a similar lineup. Probably, yeah. Um, we'll touch on that later on um, because there's been a few things just before we've come on, on air that I've seen on yeah. Twitter. Um, but yeah, touching on performances <clears throat> against Lincoln, loads of people have talked to Twitter to slag Nico off. I looked into his stats for that game. Yeah. He had 85% pass accuracy, 7 out of 11 accurate long passes, 5 out of yeah. 6 accurate passes in the final third. He had created one chance, won 2 out of 3 dribbles, 11 out of 24 du- duels were won. Yeah, that's probably a, a bit poor, but he had 6 interceptions, 9 recoveries, and 3 of them were in the opposition half. That was what the Tactical Times had tweeted. And then I was thinking, why are people slagging this kid off like that? I I was I watched the game I had the first time I've ever put a bet on in my life uh, on the footy because I just don't I don't bet but I was watching it with real interest <laughs> because I'd had a bet yeah. on and I can't remember a point when Nico was bad I just don't understand he made, the hate I mean he made one mistake for their goal didn't he where he gave the ball away yeah uh, he got caught in possession and they broke away and scored so that's for me the only thing in a sort of all round. Pretty good performance. That was just the one thing. And I think people have picked on that. They've been looking for an excuse. I thought these Twitter idiots. I'm not being funny, like, but he's a good player. He's a young lad. He's had a good game and he's made one mistake. And they're jumping on that because he's not Trent. I mean, the people in my eyes, the people who are slagging him off are glorious of fans because people will say, Oh, I can't. I've seen people on Twitter saying what so people are saying I can't have an opinion on my club but Nico Williams is better than anyone who was in our team in like the Hodgson days and we went through the yeah. ho- we went through some proper dark days as Liverpool fans like horrible horrible times and people are now slagging them off we're not going to get a world class right back who knows Trent's probably got about 14 15 years left in him so he's not yeah. going to get into the team for 14, 15 years. So why would anyone come and sign for Liverpool when the best right-back in the world is starting every game for the next yeah. 14 years? So the fact you've got a second-choice right-back who's young, hungry, happy to rotate with Trent, happy to be part of a squad, why are people That's complaining? an international player, by the way. Yeah, if Jürgen Klopp and Ryan Giggs both rave off him and people on Twitter think they know better, it's just crazy, isn't it? I know who I'm going to listen to, put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a good choice, a good choice right back. And I remember years ago, like, I obviously went alive when it got said, but there's a quote about Bill Shankly saying, if you can't support us when we're winning, don't support us when we're losing. And it seems oh, mad. Oh, yeah, if you don't support us when we're losing, can't support us when we're winning. Yeah. It seems mad to say that we've just won 7 2, but that could apply to players as well. Like if a player has yeah. a, a bad game, if you can't support them and they have a bad game, you shouldn't be able to support them through the glory days as well. You think back to Trent, his game against United, he was poor. You think back to Trent against Leeds this season, he was poor. He was poor, yeah. <laughs> but no one jumped on him. No, because he's Trent and he's like he's yeah. the world's best right back. So like, 
Nico is a kid. He's learning. He's developing. Personally, I see more in however. With Jurgen Klopp, who sees these kids every single day training, week in, week out, thinks that Nico's got a better future at Liverpool than however. You're going to trust his decision. Absolutely. Whatever Klopp does, you've got to trust it because you look where we were and you look where we are. And how can you then judge anything he does or says in a bad way? Exactly. It's crazy. Speaking of another one of the kids, we, do you really call him a kid anymore or do you call him an established squad player in Curtis Jones? Uh, I would... Mm, he's somewhere in between, isn't he? Yeah. He's still a young lad, but as you say, he's established in the squad, although he's not, you know, he's not going to be, he's not going to be starting many games, but he's going to be at least on the bench every week. I was thinking about it the other day. I haven't seen him have a bad performance. No, not one. I mean, maybe in the, you know, the under 23s or whatever, before he's broke through, he's probably had the, the, the odd few games that no one's really seen. But since he's, he's took that step into the first team squad. He took his chance, hasn't he? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I mean, his two goals were phenomenal. Man of the match performance. Yeah. I mean, his acceptance speech was, <laughs> was funny. Um, Do you know, I didn't, I didn't even hear that. And I've seen a few memes going on about something about Minamino or something. And I'm, I was baffled and I forgot to look into what the hell he was going he was, on. He basically, about. like, done like, it's like he'd won a Grammy or something when he got given the Man of the Match award. He done like a full acceptance speech. Um, <laughs> it was funny, like saying thanks for everyone who voted. And that was, it was mad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's he's world class. Um, he got gold the season in the FA Cup as well. Obviously, Liverpool fans on Twitter made sure of that. Um, Absolutely. But he, I was right. Curtis Jones scored a screamer. Yeah. <laughs> Both his goals were good. To be fair, um, the one where he turned was inside the box, wasn't he? he? Just turned the defender inside out and just waited. Yeah. Brilliant. Like so composed and mature for such a young lad. And then we went into half time, five nil up. Did you... It was four, wasn't it? It was four nil. We oh, yeah, four and a minute, we scored 46, yeah. sorry, yeah. Um, and then we conceded. Yeah. Without looking too much into it, it's disappointing not to keep a clean sheet in it. A, a, a bit, you know, but in the grand scheme of things, it's no no massive deal. Um, it just shows, like, Lincoln must have thought, well, you know, we might as well have a go here because we're getting battered. We might as well try and at least get a couple of goals and they forced a couple of mistakes out of us and you know, fair play to them. They got the goals, but can't for nothing, does it? You can see that they're a good side for League Two in the way that yeah. they did press us on their two goals and their counter-attacks and stuff. Um, but <clears throat> aside from their two goals, Gruwich got on the score sheet. I was made up, you know. Yeah. Um quite yeah, it was like me and you had a conversation during the match, I think, uh, yeah. about Gruitz. And I was like, he hasn't really done that much. But you made the point that the the way the game was going, his position wasn't really required. Yeah. So he didn't have a lot to do. Um it was but yeah, he popped up with a decent finish, didn't he? Yeah, I like him. I think he's a good choice. Because if if we're if we actually haven't got the money, I was thinking about it. And you could actually use Fabinho as a fourth choice centre back. Yeah. And then use Gruwich as Fabinho's cover in the whole yeah. midfield. I don't think Gruwich would put a bad. But obviously, if it was against like United or something, you'd play like Thiago or Henderson in that yeah. holding role. But I think for like games against like your West Broms, your Everton's <laughs> and stuff like that, um, you know, he's, he's absolutely a, a, a great option to have in the squad. Um, so he didn't do bad. So he's just he just wasn't required very much in that first half. It was mad to see Harry Wilson on the bench as well, weren't it? Because he's apparently going to Burnley. Yeah, yeah, looks looks that way. Doesn't it look like they're getting the deal sorted for that? Um, it's yeah, he must he must have just been struggling for players to throw on the bench. To be fair, <laughs> what did you make of, uh, of Elliot's performance? I mean, he got an assist and he did look bright, but I just can't see Klopp playing a seventeen-year-old in the Prem. Unless no, we've won it. I know, he's a bit, he's still a little bit off, isn't he? Yeah, he's, obviously he's, you can see he's going to be world class, but he's just, he's not first team ready as as much as, say, Jones and Nico. No, absolutely. And yeah, as I say, he's probably a little step behind them. And not to take anything away from him because he's, he's a good little player. And if he keeps playing around the players that he's got there and training, 
he's only going to improve. I think my issue is he hasn't improved as fast as the others have. Yeah. But people, you know, players develop at their own rate. Players develop, we some develop early, some develop a bit later. He that might just be. literally has only just turned like 17 as well, hasn't he? Yeah. So yeah. he's, still, he's still a kid, a proper kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is. Jota made this debut as well. Look, show some good signs. Though he didn't get a goal. You can see that he likes to press. So yeah. I think he'll fit right into our front three should he be required in terms of any changes and that. I think he wouldn't. He's like Thiago, who can just fit straight into the team. Yeah, the yeah. There's no sort of adjustment period needed for him. Um, where I thought actually with Thiago he would need some adjustment period, but he absolutely didn't. Uh, Jota showed the same. He he just he just fits in well. So it does the pressing. As a goal. But, I mean, like, what more do you want? It was interesting because he came on for Elliot as well, so he came on on the right. Um, yeah. And I always thought he was the left, so it shows he is he's versatile as well, which which helps um, yeah. going yeah. forward. He does the safe plays anywhere across that front three, doesn't he? Yeah, literally anywhere. Uh, so then we've basically got Jota and Minamino as the backups, which is interesting because apparently Origi's staying now. I'm happy to be a mm-hmm. squad player. Um it made me think though, like he's getting <clears throat> so maybe the like the how old is he? He's about twenty eight, twenty nine now, isn't he, Origi? Is he that old? I think so, yeah. Um <clears throat> or if he's not, I think it's very crazy to I'll have a look now. I think he's crazy to stay if it's if he's not, but I, <clears throat> I just feel like he knows the likes of Lukaku uh, is above him in Belgium, so it's hard for him to Oh, he's only twenty five. Yeah, I thought didn't think he was that old. So he's like approaching his prime, isn't he? <clears throat> and yeah, and it says he wants to stay and and he's happy to be a squad player. But it makes me wonder, like, Lukaku's older than that. So why doesn't he not wanting to move and progress his career and start and try and break into the Belgium team? Yeah, um, like I've spoke about this about Origi before in the past. He's um, he hasn't really got that going. Him as he, he sort of like he goes with the flow and. If he comes on in a game where it's high paced, he'll just jump in and carry on. But he's not the type of player that will affect a game. Yeah. He, he won't come on. He, he won't change the pace of a game. But he just sort of goes with it. I can't see him getting on ahead of Minamino and Jota anyway. No. no. <clears throat> we don't ever really change the whole front three in a game. Um, no. So unless we were playing them and then we had a big game up coming up and we wanted to rest them all. But we don't really change the front three. So literally... You've got to look at it. He, he must... Um... He must know that Klopp's going. All guns blazing on all four fronts. So he's going to need a deeper squad and more players and whatever. That's all I can so think he... because there's... I, I honestly believe Klopp wants to win everything. Yeah. Not even just judging by the Van Dyke start against Lincoln. We were playing Lincoln City. We could have played the kids and we, we had like Minamino, Origi, Jota came on. We had Shakiri, so, Kaiser. There was some experience there, wasn't there? Like, yeah. It was like that's a team who could probably go and win some Premier League games. Yeah, definitely. And it's I've I, I strongly believe like every play there should be two players for every position. You should have a an A team and a B team and you're all yeah. something like that. Um so it's, if that is our B team going forward with the rest of the season it's, it's alright, isn't it? <laughs> it bodes well for us, doesn't it? Yeah. It really does, yeah. Um, moving on, have you seen Stud just coming back to Prem? No. Sheffield United. Oh, good luck to him. I like Stud. Yeah, and they're, they're rumoured to be in for Brewster as well, so Sturridge and Brewster. Like they, they were close when, the, when Brewster was breaking through, weren't they? I know Brewster looks up to the Ox as well a lot, um, but I'm, I'm sure, I think Brewster... During his injury, Sturridge was injured at some point, so they've got quite a good bond. So I've seen it and thought, oh, good luck to him. I mean, he, he was all right in Turkey, um, from what I've heard, and Cons- Connors was spore or something. And then obviously he got banned, <laughs> didn't he, for match betting. So yeah. that's what I like about Chris Wilder. He's just not bothered that Sturridge has been banned for betting. He's like, I'll give you no, a chance. No, he's seen the he wants, doesn't he? And he's probably my favourite yeah. manager in the Premier like, other than Klopp. Like, if you he's really, him. like a real down-to-earth normal Fella, isn't he? Yeah, he's just a lad from Sheffield, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's going there. And then, have you seen Bobby Duncan as well? Did you see his apology? Built into the statements. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Um, he's gone to Derby County, hasn't he? Yeah, he's starting uh, off in the under twenty three is there, which is is mad because he must have looked at that the team against Lincoln and think I would have been in that. 
well, yeah, he would have been pushing, wouldn't he? Um, but yeah, it was more of a was it an apology or a, it, was, it was like a, an apology mixed in with a thank you, mixed in with a sort of groveling sort of. Yeah, he he mentioned about him. In a nutshell, I got out of it. I've been badly advised last year, and it got blown out of proportion for something yeah. that it didn't need to be, and and stuff. And do you know what? I hope he does smash her at Derby. And do you know if he come back to Liverpool? It'd only be because he's been world class, and obviously I'd love to have a Liverpool lad leading the line like Owen and did, and Farrell did, and when Gerard was there, I mentioned yeah. Owen, even though he's from Chester, he was still a product of. It's a of young local lad, yeah. Wasn't he? Um, so yeah, I hope he does smash her at Derby to the point that he can maybe come back because I was excited when he came. I think he's a good talent who's just been poorly advised throughout his career. I think he's on like a sixth yeah. agent and he seems to always get messed around a little bit and he's a bit he just follows them rather than it's it's mad that he took that advice off his agents instead of just picking up the phone to Stevie and saying like what should I do? Yeah, yeah. What's his age now? What is he like eighteen or something? Uh eighteen, nineteen. He's starting in the under twenty threes in Derby like um but he's only gonna develop learning from Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's under a good coach there, isn't he? Yeah, like, Rooney's a player coach, but still, people who play for Rangers say, like, yes, and I've seen videos of when they've posted them on their Instagram, and Gerard getting involved in the training sessions, and he's still world-class. He's Stephen Gerrard. Rooney, although he's older now, is world-class. So You, you, you never lose that touch, do you? No, like, I honestly believe Curtis Jones is probably the player he is today from massively has helped with that year with Gerrard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and he'd be the only one. There'll be plenty there. Yeah, de- definitely. And I think Bobby Duncan will only benefit as well from Rooney. And it's good to see him come back to England. It was a mad decision to go over to Italy and even crazier it, that he thought he'd start in Florentina. Yeah. Um, they haven't got a bad team. They've got Ribery in that. So why would he Why would he come in and play? As I've said before, he's just been advised so, so poorly by his agents or whoever is making that decision for him. He should have just stepped up and gone, are you madman? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Arsenal coming up twice in a week. Yeah. It's mad, in it? All these games. I didn't realise yeah. how bad it was. I remember Mourinho was going mad about because they had to play qualifying rounds in the Europa League. So they they were playing some crazy amount of games before Christmas. It's like Christmas period for them till January now. Yeah. Um, yeah. A and game every three or four days. Or yeah, something, and when there is a break, it's the international big, so the players are still playing. I can't believe that we're playing twice in a week <laughs> obviously Arsenal are probably going to stay up here which could have benefits because where are they going to train yeah they're only, to, they're only going to train on somewhere probably like Marine or or something like that and well you say that about Arsenal staying but I can see Arsenal pretty much bringing two teams the same way we're probably going to play two different teams yeah who do you reckon looking ahead to the <laughs> the game tomorrow. Um, before we came on, I seen Allison and Thiago at doubt, and my heart sunk. What? Yeah. because um, nah, I've, I've seen today that Thiago might start. I've seen that as well, but literally just before we came on, um, Paul Joyce is the one who's tweeted it as well, so he's he's always he's, bob on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. He said that the doubt they're going to have late fitness tests to see if they can play tomorrow. I oh, don't no. know myself if it's, they've got being tested positive for Corona and they've got to isolate for ten days because we never ever announced officially that someone had it in pre-season, even though everyone knew that right, yeah. someone yeah. did have it. So I personally think they might have that. Um, is that a concern? If they... massive, massive concern. Um... Thiago, yeah, obviously you want him on the pitch, but we've got better cover in that area than we have in goal. Um, not against Adrian, because as I said, we touched on last week, he's as good a backkeeper as you're going to get. But anything other than Alisson is a step down. Yeah. He missed 19 games last year and seen him injured by the third game this year. Is that is that a concern? Like... <sighs> I, I, I wouldn't say it's a long term concern over his, you know, his, his injury proneness or whatever. Yeah. 
We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see come tomorrow if it's all uh, if it's all media nonsense or whether he actually is earth. I mean, if he doesn't play, I'm I'm confident with Adrian. I've seen people on Twitter going mad that Adrian might be playing. Um, I could be it could be Carius. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Carius is still in that team. I mean, he definitely isn't part of it because Jurgen didn't even put him on the bench against the Lincoln. He had Keller on the bench, didn't he? East. He's been rumoured uh, with a move to... Union Berlin. That's it, yeah, Union Berlin, yeah. So On loan. What? I just don't see the point. Alone. Yeah, on loan. It's a joke because they're going to have him see that he's terrible and just send him back like Bessie Tastic. Mm. No one wants to fork out the money for him to buy him, do they? So he'll be all right. Th- he'll be all right there. For, for Union Berlin, he, he'll be probably one of the best keepers they've ever had. He'll be all right. <laughs> Um, he was alright in Germany when when Liverpool went and bought him. Yeah, um, obviously true. the only the only games tough games in the season. Let's not forget he he got the most clean sheets in the Champions League. Regardless of the mistake, I know he made all the mistakes in the final, but he mm-hmm. did have the most clean sheets that year. So in terms of in the Bundesliga, you're only really going up against Bayern Munich and Dortmund, and like, not even so much yeah. Leipzig anymore. That's pretty average, isn't it? Yeah, so he's going to look good over there. Um, so it's probably a good move for him. Maybe that's why we are loaning him to put him in the shop window because he might massively improve Union Berlin because... As you say, at his best, he was playing in Germany and that's the reason we signed him in the first place. So he's probably comfortable there. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming he's comfortable with the language and all that, so it won't be much of an adjustment for him. He is German, isn't he? Yeah, he's German. Is he? I'm sure he is. You're probably right. I thought it was a bit of a brain fart, and I have absolutely no idea where he comes from. Yeah, I'm sure he's. I mean, he's. he's a, no, he's. He is German. Um, he's born in Bilberach. He is German, but he he was like. Yeah, I didn't even have a clue where he was from for a minute. Yeah, he um, he played a lot for a lot in City's youth, didn't he? So he he was he had perfect English. He's 27 now, you know. Okay. He needs to uh, just give it and be like take up his modelling career properly, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, Arsenal last year then finished eighth in the Prem, round thirty two Europa, won the FA Cup, won the Community Shield, won the football yeah, uh, come fourth round in the FL Cup. Should we look too much into that or are they a totally different side? They're a different beast this year. Um they've improved massively. I mean it took a little bit of time and not too much under Arteta. Um they're looking, they're looking all right. I'm not going to say much because I tip Chelsea to win the league. So what the hell do I know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but they are a different team than they were last year. They're gonna, they're gonna push top four. Um, they'll do well in the cups, just maybe not the EFL cup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seen it. I don't think what Arsenal will get top four myself. Um, they will come close. I they were away off last year. If Wolves make the sign, and I've also mentioned now, Thomas Lamar, I've seen on Twitter this morning, yes. the apparently in concrete talks with Thomas Lamar. If Wolves get him... Wolves now, have gone crazy, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, obviously Liverpool wants him and he's flopped that so much. Yeah, he's flopped. You can say he's flopped at Atletico. Um, but they've got like Semedo and that. Yeah, they've got Semedo, Thomas Lamar. They've already got a good team. Wolves are the ones who I think could push top four. Mm. Um, I think Howard's a good option to the to the back line, playing next to Connor Cody. Um, they've got Semedo ahead of Howard. Howard's a natural right-back, so we can then track some behind Semedo mm. and stuff, and he cover, good cover. Um, I think that Fabio Silva's a real talent as well. Uh, they've already yeah. got like, Raul Jimenez. I think they're a really strong side um, they've got um, pretty much a whole team of Portuguese players now haven't they yeah pretty much the starting 11 bar so, um, so Ronaldo next in it for Wolves yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you know who I'm surprised they haven't given a whack is Renato Sanchez I know he wasn't the best when he's played in England but yeah but he he's good for Portugal so having him in a team full of Portuguese you'll probably get the best out of him and he's a good little Maybe. player Um but yeah, back to the Arsenal game anyway then. Should we look at the Community Shield final and take anything from that? Or do you think with that being technically in pre-season, we can't look too much into it? I mean, 
I wouldn't say negatively because I think we played a good performance in Community Shield final. Yeah. We were just unlucky on pens. Yeah, I think obviously like the the coaching staff are gonna look at the game and pick holes in whatever they can pick holes in. But as fans, I think it's just a just another game against Arsenal, isn't it? Arsenal used we've mentioned it before, they always used to tear my stomach when we played them because they we all they was like a proper bogey team for us. They beat us all the time and they yeah. had Thierry Henry, we just couldn't get near them. Well, that's what I want to touch on. Lacazette, I'm not never gonna compare him to Thierry Henry, but Lacazette has looked sharp this year. Um yeah. him and Abamyang and even William is is you know like he's player, not really? quite as he's, yeah, absolutely. But Lacazette and Abamyang, that's when they're on fire, they are a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. The only thing I'm would you start Fabinho then? With that, because they've got such a powerful front three, and then you've got Van Dijk and Fabinho, two units at the back. Yeah, I would. And then I would. Got, absolutely. Got a I think our I mean, back four is too is good. That, sorry, this is assuming that Thiago's fit to play. Yeah. I would absolutely play Fabinho and Van Dijk. Well, if Thiago isn't fit to play, you'd play centre half. Because Matip and Gomez are still out. Right, yeah, then I will play Fabinho either way then. <laughs> and with Henderson's house as well. Um, so yeah. if if Alisson and Thiago are out as well, we have got some mass injury problems. Yeah, um, that's, that's four or five more than likely starters out, isn't it? Yeah, that's like I can't even think, and I will speak of the team in a bit, but I can't even think who I'd put in it. If We'll have to do two teams and do like a, if this is happening, if that's happening. Um, yeah. We have to win, don't we? I mean, we have to win every game, but we, we can't have Everton three points ahead of us. <laughs> no, we can't. Like I, I've said this before, I'm all for Everton doing quite well. I like, I like the rivalry, and I think it's getting a bit boring. That we're they, too good. That yeah. we're, you know, they're not a rival anymore. They're just another team that we get three points off. Yeah. I, I would like them to be doing well, just not as well as us. And certainly not better than us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I said that before the season. I'd love to see how it was when my dad was growing up when it was like always Liverpool or Everton. Yeah. The city would be buzzing all the time. Um, but at the minute, I just don't... I'm thinking differently because some Blues who I mates with now have seen ones take, go out with the missus. They took the missus on dates because Everton top of the league. There's some particular people on Facebook who've been sharing the league table. I've seen people having a social, like six people in the garden, I'm not going to grasp anyone off, six people in the garden. <laughs> uh, not by ours, it was like on Facebook, do you know, like a picture. Um, and it was, big, it was like... Top the league. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like, oh my God. I mean, they've looked decent, but they haven't really come up against a decent team because I wouldn't even say Spurs are a decent team. So they haven't came up against, in my eyes one of the big boys yet and I think they'll just get overturned especially a pick for yeah. the goal he was, he was a fault again yesterday I don't know if you watched it Um, no well I've seen bits but it was on my phone yeah. so it was not very good and all that but Everton fans are a strange breed aren't they um, and I guess that's what uh, a lifetime for most of them of failure I mean, do to you. don't get me wrong I wouldn't mind them if they won a cup this year I wouldn't mind for all my mates who are blues, really, because like they've seen their mates celebrate everything now, every cup, yeah, and they haven't seen like some of my mates have never ever seen their team win a cup. Like I couldn't even begin to think how that'd feel. I know because that I mean, especially when we've been picking up trophies in and there. Uh, you know, yeah. recently more so, but over the years, you know, we've been picking trophies up here, there, and everywhere. I mean, like they Just must see like. Bob, Obviously, with Liverpool, the, the, as a city, all your, your friends on like Facebook and stuff like that, the, you've got loads of blues and blues have got loads of reds. I, I couldn't imagine sitting at home seeing Everton fans have a European final and sitting there going, oh, like they've done that to experience that like four times in my lifetime. No, five <laughs> times. No, four times, sorry, we've won two. That's crazy. For, I, I, so I do hope that they do win something just not this year because I want us to win the quadruple they can hold, <laughs> they can hold off another year um, <laughs> and then they can they can win something but I don't even want them to win a derby let alone a trophy I just <laughs> want them to be like a little bit more of a challenge 
I wouldn't be bothered. I'd rather them win cups than like Arsenal and Cities, and I'd rather Liverpool dominate football like it should do, like as a city, because the amount of talented footballers we produce from this city, I'd like to see the city dominate like the whole of English football again. Um, whether that be just solely Liverpool or whether that be Liverpool and Everton, I'd be happy with either or I'm not. Although I don't really like Everton, I would like to see it for the city. Yeah. Massively, but Everton had a big massive VAR decision in their game. Um, and then did you see the United one? That was the maddest thing I've ever seen in a game of football. That, yeah, yeah. Because they finished the game. And then he got called back. I'm not sure. Like, I was a bit baffled by it because... I don't know the rules. Like I know what I I know what I think should happen. But well, I don't know what the went. actual rules. So, like, so surely, like, I've seen people on Twitter saying Liverpool have won the league from that goal. That was should have been. A, remember that against City. Oh, the offside one, yeah. Yeah, um, and it was an offside. It's that like surely if if United are winning games in the hundredth minute when they vote, there was only ninety five minutes of added time. And the final whistles went, and it's getting pulled back to give them a pen. Go when he oh, United haven't won. Go on, give them a give them another chance. Yeah. Every game should be looked at from the previous. Yeah, week. I mean, and that's what I mean. I don't know the actual ruling on VAR decisions at the final whistle. If the if if the rule says it can be checked, then you know we just got to deal with it because that's that happened during the game, regardless of whether the final whistle went after it, and if they're going to check it, they're going to check I'm it. I'm sure there isn't a rule saying that. You can... I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, it was handball. It yeah. was a handball. Yeah. But it never... You, you can't deny that, but it was, like, decided after the final whistle, which I still can't get my head around. I mean, you have got to finish this thing of play for the referee to obviously have a look at the monitor yeah. anyway. But if he's blew the final whistle... And then it's being called back. I think it's it's crazy. It's like the Everton game. The Palace were on the attack and then got fouled. And then it got brought back for an Everton pen. Yeah, yeah. It was just... The new handball rule is the maddest Nonsense. thing in the yeah. world. Um, I mean, I'd say the Palace player for the, in the Everton game did handball it. From yeah. this video. It looked like he did... He, he done it cleverly because he, he turned his body, but I feel like he swung his hand too much so it probably was an handball but the new handball rules are crazy it's like if the players want to play with their hands tied behind the back or like yeah, Gary Gary put on Twitter in a straight jacket it's just it's, it's you mad can't. you just can't you can't expect a player to run in an unnatural way it's ridiculous just just, just in case the ball goes near the hand it's not you. it's putting the it, it's like putting the players off having to play their actual game because they're concentrating too much on what their arms are doing. They shouldn't care what their arms are doing to an extent, you know. Yeah, if it's not a deliberate handball, then it shouldn't be handball. That's, and they aren't meeting, it said on Sky, till March to review the bylaws and that. So this is in till at least March next year. Think how many... Like, you could probably have Everton winning the league this year because VAR is going to be a load of nonsense given no, goals left, right and centre. You could probably smash a ball at someone's hands from two yards away where they have got no chance exactly. of getting out the way. Surely players are going to look at that now and think, I'm going to start targeting people's hands yeah. and get pens. Rather than trying to get past them, just flick it up to the hand. Just going to give it, aren't they? Bruno yeah. Fernandes is the king of it. <laughs> but yeah, so it does, it does concern me, but... Looking... The fact is, it should be the same for everyone, and whether it's a crap rule or whatever it needs to be across the board but I think the rule just needs to go yeah it's it's until March right? but I think if there's a load of mad decisions like there has been this weekend surely it's going to get like scrapped and it's just clubs might make a complaint and it might get locked into might you know yeah well Palace definitely should and Brighton would have a cause for for suing them really the final whistle would win so they would yeah. have a cause for taking it to court and seeing what if they can get overturned, and that would be mad. Imagine if at the end of the season, God forbid. That just opens up a can of worms, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Imagine if you're nice, if Brighton go down by, and if they had one more point, they would have stayed up. They could sue the league. I know, I know, it's absolutely crazy. It's just this year's just mad. Everyone's mad about it. But anyway, looking ahead to tomorrow's game. If we're taking Alisson and Thiago out of the situation, if they are injured. 
Don't say that to me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Who plays? In that situation, uh, okay, so we Take go... Take into account Anderson's injured as well, Matip's injured, Gomez is injured. Right, so it's going to be Trent, Fabinho, Van Dijk, Robertson. Then you're going to have a midfield of... Jesus. Uh, Wijnaldum, Keita... Struggling now. Um, maybe Jones deserves to get the start, but whether he's going to save him for Thursday, who knows? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I go with that three. I go Wijnaldum, Keita, and Jones. Then I go with the strongest front three. In that situation, I'd probably agree with you. Apart from. I think Milner will probably start instead of Jones, given that um, Henderson's out and we can't see Thiago. Maybe, maybe Milner in the holding role. Maybe, maybe. Be- only like because... I mean, it depends. Klopp isn't really that bothered about the EFL Cup. I mean, he sent Linda to his, his press conference, which may yeah. I add, I want him as the next manager, not Stevie. Yeah, I think you've said this before. Um, Stevie needs to work his way in again, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's having a phenomenal season up in, in Glasgow this year. Um, but the way Linda spoke, I don't know if you heard the press conference, it was unbelievable. Like His tactical knowledge of the game is crazy. Yeah. And I mean, you see loads of rumours. I'm not saying rumours, they probably facts that Linda takes most of the sessions <laughs> and Klopp oversees them. And you can see he just loves football. He was talking about yeah. how many counter-attacking goals Lincoln had scored this season. Like, he's a proper football man, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, obviously he's not doing the analysis, but he's taking that in. He's working on strategies to to stop that. And he is like Klopp's younger mould, basically. Like, he's learning from the best and he's the one who's putting all the tactics in place. I'd have him as the manager. Yeah. I think he... Think the old well. boot room mould, isn't it? Where like you, there's a few guys there, and the next in line comes up and takes yeah. over. I mean, obviously, he probably hasn't got the pull in terms of world football, Jurgen Klopp. But you don't, you need to get your results to the talk. So if he came in and we started smashing it, people are going to want to come regardless for Liverpool Football Club. But yeah. he, that's that's something that's that's got my head in a pickle really, though, because I feel like with the injuries, obviously, he's going to prioritise the Premier League over the League Cup on Thursday. So you might see the likes of Jones and that playing, and then on Thursday it is literally just kids against yeah. Arsenal, and he's just like, sod this, this is a joke, we need a break. Because if we get through mm. that, the quarterfinals the week after. Really? <laughs> I think so, or after the international break, yeah. There's literally a game, either the FA Cup, League Cup, or Champions League, Liverpool are playing every twice a week now till Christmas, more or less. I mean, I think the FA Cup doesn't start till January. Yeah. So I think um, it's just the League Cup, because obviously the League Cup final's still got to be in February, and they've started okay. late. Um, I don't think there's replays at this year either, so that... No, it's all, that. all pens, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's, we are playing every other... Like twice a week, every other... Like, Monday, like Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, whatever, till Christmas, I'm sure it is. I'm pretty similar to Tottenham. Is the Champions mm. League will start up again. After the international yeah, break, not long after that. I mean, the, the group for the draw for that is next week, I think. Next Friday, is it? I think so. I mean, we can be in a pot with Barca. <laughs> that's, you, that's nuts. I'd, I'd take Barca in the group now, though. Imagine, yeah, Barca's not what they were, are they? No, I'd take Barca in, the, in, in our group. Um, I'd take anyone, to be honest. There's no one... I, I think I, most clubs will be fearing getting us rather than us fearing getting anyone else. The one team that I don't really want those Atletico, they're going to be so dirty this year. You know, they've just got they've got Suarez and Costa up front and Simeone's. Yeah, I know. I mean, I it'll be lo- fun to watch. I'll be honest, it will be fun to watch. Just not against us. I don't think Simeone's going to like Suarez that much. Have you seen a Torres documentary, by the way, on Amazon? No. It's really, really good. Really good. Um, he openly admits he made the mistake, but he isn't to blame for his move to Chelsea, you know. 
he was yeah, prom- he was promised mad stuff by Hicks and Gillette, like promised that we're going to invest in the team, we're going to be challenging for like trophies and stuff like that, and then we sold Alonso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, um, he said the ambition of the club didn't match his. So fair play to him. Yeah. I've gotten that was the darkest days of Liverpool fan around them them times, seeing Torres going and stuff, and when Hicks and Gillette was in charge and. You can understand. I mean, he probably regrets not staying because after he'd gone, he brought Suarez in and Suarez was coming in regardless. Andy Carroll was the last-minute replacement for Torres, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he, you can see how much he loves Liverpool. Um, Liverpool is his club. He did love them before he came to us. Yeah. He was a Liverpool fan before he even came, so I, I think you won't be able to take that away from him. And he speak, the way him and Gerrard speak about each other in the documentary, it, it's amazing. And it just brings back how bloody good them two was together they, um, they were phenomenal we together. had Prime Did Gerard we Prime Torres like it was, how, did, how did we not win everything I don't know it's mad innit I was thinking about that we, yeah. we were like the team we had back then was unbelievable it I was just yeah, I just don't understand how we didn't win like the league and that we had a midfield of Mascherano Alonso and Gerard, and then we had Torres ahead of them and we had Pepe Reina when he was like Decent. It was mad. I just don't understand that. I mean, you know what? It sounds funny, but we had prime Peter Crouch as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think Simeone will like Suarez because Torres, when he went back to Atletico, he says in it that he started getting benched because Simeone didn't like that. There was a bigger superstar at the team than him. Oh, wow. And uh, he said, like, um, Simeone like, likes to be the main man it was always about Simeone and then Torres came back and he was like the prodigal son of Atletico wasn't he so then Simeone hated yeah. it now Luis Suarez coming to Atletico Luis Suarez is one of the greatest strikers of all time and it's fair to say that um, and he's now going to Atletico they're going to absolutely love him they haven't had someone mm-hmm. like that since like Torres and Falcao and that they always have a a boss number nine, but they went from Morata and Costa to Suarez. Yeah, and like nine ninety nine teams out of a hundred would take Suarez in because you know for whatever clouds he's got above him, he's a phenomenal player. He's yeah. unbelievable. Did you see I Messi's goodbyes one as well? Yeah, it was really like heartfelt, wasn't it? And it yeah, was a bit of a, was, it was a bit of a dig as well, wasn't it? He said like that, uh, um, you, people like you should be like given the world when you leave. You're a club legend, but instead you've been shown the back door. And yeah. I think it's a bit of a dig club because the Rakitic thing, like they're in five hundred million pounds worth of debt, aren't they? And they've got to sell. Um, but they, they sold Rakitic for one million. It's just mad. What? Yeah, you went to Sevilla. For a million. For one million? Yeah. How old? It's about 31, now, but PSG offered something stupid, like 90 million two seasons ago, and he said no. Um, but Messi said, like, nothing surprises me anymore. Um, I don't think Messi will be there. It, it'll, Messi will be on the pitch, but I don't think we're going to see Messi anymore oh. at Barcelona. I think he's just not going to be bothered. His heart's not going to be in it anymore, is it? He's, he's going to play there because he likes playing footy. He's being forced yeah. to stay against as well. Which is yeah. mad because they're saying, well, we're not... If Bars, for everything that that Lionel Messi has done for that club, don't get me wrong, I don't want him to leave because he'll end up at City. But <laughs> for everything he's done for that club, they should turn around and go, do you know what? Yeah, if an offer comes in of like 30 mil, we'll let you go. But to say, no, yeah. if someone, they've got to pay 700 mil if they want you. And it's like, mm-hmm. come on now. like, And he's old. If someone offers you 50 million for him, he's, he's only got two or three seasons left in him probably. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think he can play as long as Cristiano, because I think as an athlete, Cristiano's are probably a better athlete. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, for sure, yeah. yeah. I think physically, Ronaldo will play for longer because of how much of a fucking specimen he is. Yeah. Um, Messi's just more technically gifted. I don't think his body will, will last as long as a, as a professional footballer. It's just sad to see him be forced to play there. Um and know that mm. the best player I've ever seen play the game of football is being treated like that, so to speak. Like, no, if you yeah. want to leave your team, you should be allowed to leave your team. And I say that very things are because Gerard wanted to leave us on these. You only, but yeah, like it's it is sad to see to see that. But yeah, 
talking about your, your predictions, just want to go back to them. Um, <laughs> you said Chelsea, Liverpool, City, United, Arsenal, Spurs for the top six. Yeah. How much of that would you have, would you change if you had the chance to now? I would take that team off the top, right? Yeah. And I'd just put them in. <laughs> <laughs> they were so I'd bad. Leave the as it was. <laughs> I mean, I'm quite proud of um, looking at like ahead if the season stays how it is I had Liverpool City Arsenal Chelsea United and Wolves and I said well I think Wolves are going to do well I've got Everton as my dark horse which is sadly <laughs> looking good yeah, um, I think you've done quite well there to be fair you've done better than me anyway yeah we'll see how it is at the end of the season because you've got Wolves for the FA Cup I've got Liverpool folks to win absolutely mm-hmm. everything um, but that was a hint of bias <laughs> yeah that was a hint of bias I mean the odds for that have a crap as well so like it's like 125 to 1 for Liverpool to win everything. Wow. Yeah. Mad. Proper mad. Oh. But only a short one. Um, it's not much to dissect when we're, we're that good and it's only a League 2 team. But we'll speak after tomorrow's game. When are you, um, when are you getting back on KCC anyway? I've seen that you're, you're getting your regular slot back. Tomorrow. Well, Starts on it. yeah, from 10am tomorrow. And then obviously the Reds cast's on every Tuesday, 6 o'clock. Exciting times. A few other things so in the pipeline. Shameless plug for your show there. <laughs> yeah, there's a few other little things um, which are coming through, which will be good for the pod. Um, but yeah, so watch, before we go, what's your score prediction for tomorrow then? For tomorrow, I will go 2 1 Liverpool. And I think Case will bag a goal. I'm going to go 4 2. Because okay. Adrian's in goal. Probably. <laughs> um, just be so, because I think we're more likely well, to consider. But what if he's not? What if, what if it's all. If it's all normal and, and Thiago's playing Allison, 3 0. Okay. And Thiago will score. Oh, that'd be lovely, that. Home day. Um, I think I'll, either way, I think I'll just go for 2 1, no matter what happens. Would you bring Jota on? Yeah. Definitely. I'm Minamino. I'd give him a little go. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I was thinking about it. Would I start Minamino instead of Bobby? No, I would start Minamino on Thursday. I'd let Bobby play Monday, give Minamino the goal on Thursday. Arsenal probably aren't going to play their kids Thursday as well, aren't they? Because they've, yeah, exactly. they've got more games than us. Because I'm sure they've got with Europa League, it seems like everyone's doing qualifying rounds this year. Which is well, Arsenal and the Arsenal, nothing Arsenal. Arsenal. The, 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 the Europa League, yeah, because they won the FA Cup yet in the Europa League, yeah. but they've got to go through the qualifying round. So, yeah, I mean, it's mad. I don't understand the Europa League this year. Like Tottenham have been playing already in Europe with goals too small. <laughs> over <them. laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, that was not. So. Mourinho's got a face on it. Like, give me if I can touch the bar, what's going on? Yeah, it's mad though that he tried to get away with it, isn't it? Thinking he could the team, like. Yeah. Cutting. You can see where they've cut them in the corners as well and obviously put them back together. It's crazy, crazy. That's what you get though of playing in the Europa League. Standards are well well worse. But yeah, um, we'll probably speak on like Tuesday or something after the Arsenal game. Hopefully we're right with our predictions. Yeah, well, one of us at least. <laughs> so, nice one as always, Steve. Um, nice knowledge. See you in a bit. Take it easy.